0: Hello. When I um, woke up this
1: morning, God spoke to me and said to me, I want you to go and visit this
0: certain person, uh, which I did.
1: I walked there, it was probably a couple of miles. It's a nice day today, nice dry and sunny bit hot so it's very clear to me as I awoke and the Lord said to me don't do anything else you get yourself washed and dressed and off you go and speak this word to this man now this man is is 92 his wife comes along to our little uh, fellowship here in France
0: so I got my Bible and got a cold
1: drink to take with me. And off I walked to this little village. It's no more than a hamlet really, just a,
0: a scattering of, of houses. And when I arrived, his wife greeted me
1: and said, uh,
0: Andrew, which is this man's name, Andrew's asleep, and he was asleep upstairs.
1: He's an elderly man. He doesn't get a lot of sleep at night, as many many of us who are getting older have disturbed nights for one reason or another, and we need to get up fairly often. Now, as I think I said, Andrew is 92 in August, I believe it was. He doesn't know the Lord. And his wife's been coming along to our our meetings fairly regularly over the last couple of years.
0: I've met Andrew before, very briefly. Now, Andrew is a retired teacher. As I say, he doesn't know the Lord. And like me, he was brought up in the Roman Catholic religion. He's never heard the gospel. I never heard the gospel
1: until I was 26. So as I say, off I went, his wife greeted me and he was asleep upstairs and obviously we must have disturbed him, disturbed him as his, his wife made a cup of tea for us. And then a little while later, he made his way down the stairs and came and joined us and had a cup of tea with
0: us. And he seemed um, fairly pleased initially (laughs) to see me. We just uh, chatted ever so briefly. I
1: wanted to get down to business, so to speak. And not waste the time with periphery and non-essential things. That's not why I went there. And uh,
0: I said to him that we've been thinking a lot about you, Andrew. He's he's been quite poorly lately, and I said we've been praying for you.
1: And I said um, I've got something I want to tell you I said uh, I've got good news and I've got bad news what would you like first the good news or the bad news and he said well I I don't mind people often say don't they so I said Andrew the bad news is this it's appointed unto men once to die But after this, the judgment. And of course, he got quite agitated when I said that and tried to stand up and and leave. The sort of thing you'd expect of someone who's been damaged
0: by religion.
1: And he clearly has. So then I said, well, the good news, Andrew, is this, that Jesus Christ died to save you, and if you'll believe on him, you can have eternal life. By this time, he was heading for the stairs to go back upstairs, so I, I called to him a few things and said, God loves you, and Jesus died for you, shed his blood for you, etc." And his wife uh, wanted to go after him, and I said, no, leave him. I've spoken the word God's given me for Andrew. Now just leave him alone. I settled her down and she came and sat down. We didn't sit down and we prayed for a while. And then I left. And before I left, I said, now you leave him to God. Don't interfere what God is doing. And the reason I'm telling you this is because we must speak the word of God to people. We must know it is a word from God, but a person in a situation like that, that man needed to hear the word that God wanted for him to hear. And that's the word that the Lord gave me before I left the house. Very, very clear. It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Now, you could pray for this man. Now, I believe that that word will do its work in that man's heart. See, we don't need to interfere. We don't need to do anything except to be faithful to God and to speak the words that he gives us. Jesus always spoke the words that his father gave to him.
0: He never said anything
1: except the father and spoken to him the words which he then said to others. So when we read the Bible, especially when we read John's gospel, for instance, because that's a gospel that's very clear, the things that Jesus is saying to
0: individuals. He said, The words I speak unto you are spirit and are life. So, when the word of God goes forth,
1: if it finds entrance, and this man appeared that he was rejecting the word of God, well, that's his choice. But I'm sure it entered in through his ears, which I know it did because he's got very good hearing for someone was 92. I believe that word will do its work in his
0: heart. I really do. might not happen immediately. But we're to leave it
1: with God. And that's really basically all I want to say. We need to bring the word of God to people. We don't need to bring our ideas and what we think We should say in any given situation. When I awoke this morning, God said to me, go to Andrew and speak these words. And I did that. I was obedient to God. And, you know, it reminds me of Peter
0: of the the house. And... uh, The sheet was passed down with the various foods in it,
1: different animals. And Peter refused, said, I'm not going to eat. <clears throat> the Lord said, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, no,
0: I've not touched anything, i
1: clean. And of course, the, the Gentiles, <clears throat> he was referring to there, of God was referring to,
0: and so it came down, and eventually
1: <clears throat> someone was knocking on the door, and the Lord said to Peter, "Go down; those people at the door I've sent." And Peter went down, and <clears throat> and we know if you know the story, and what happened. And Peter went with them to the home of Cornelius, to the Gentile, the unclean.
0: And when Peter was speaking the word of God, that God gave to Peter, the Holy Spirit
1: fell on Cornelius and his household Because they received the word of God and believed it. And they were clearly born again through
0: baptism in the spirit. But the thing is,
1: I want to say that Peter obeyed. He obeyed God. I just want to encourage you, you know, to listen and obey. It might be inconvenient. It it was... You know, it's 33 degrees Celsius here today. And when I came back, I think it was 27. I came back uh, fairly, it's fairly hot outside. But what's that
0: compared to obeying God?
1: And that's what God requires. He requires our obedience it requires our obedience and it's only through our obedience that we can have any effect in this world whether we're a missionary whether we're a preacher evangelist or whatever we are we must obey god if we expect to see god move so that's that's what i wanted to share so thank you for your time thank you for listening and god bless you Bye-bye.